rights, gay, trans, like, you know, yeah. he's, he's, he's a humanitarian and he really is using his voice for good. And, and I think he always has, but I think when he came to like getting this place of like kind of power and also kind of being like, um, like everybody's like uncle mm -hmm. or like dad, like he's kind of like, oh, I feel like this is going to come off wrong. But remember when like Bill Cosby was like everybody's dad, mm -hmm. when everybody thought he was still normal still, and like still nice. Is to me. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you know, you go back. I know what you but, mean. But you know what I'm yeah. talking about. But like, as far as hopefully, hopefully T.L. Hughley is still like a wonderful oh, person. There's no, canceled. there's no crazy, yeah. you know, dark, you know, skeletons in his closet. Um, but, um, but he's like, he's this wonderful humanitarian voice who also is like talented and funny and like knows how to tell a joke and ha knows how to take a joke, but also can go like, okay, hold up. Yeah. This is something serious. Like all joking aside, this is serious and we need to talk about this and I'm going to use my voice both as like somebody who is, you know, represents the black community and who can talk to the black community, but also can cross over and talk to the white community and go like, yo, what's up here? Yeah. So and I think that's great. Never yeah. thought that would be used. D.L. Hughley. Well, a transitional. He's the favorite. He's my favorite of the original kings of comedy. He's great. How many? How many are left of the original kings? Three of the four are living. Okay. Yes, Cedric and uh, and Steve Harvey are still with us. In fact, if we can I find miss Bernie Mac. if we can find I do too. If we can find a fourth, I think we should go as the original kings of comedy for Halloween. Oh, God. oh my God! <laughs> I can't believe you just joked that. I did not say blackface. I just meant dressed as them. I know. Do you, do you but remember? Still. Do you remember the suit that Steve Harvey was wearing? Was it that purple suit? It was like blue with like the jacket was like knee length. Yes. Oh, I could pull that off. You, I'll, I'll be and I got I got Steve Harvey's hair. So you do have Steve Harvey. Okay. <laughs> how how long have you had Steve Harvey's hair? Because you sent those pictures to us, and I have saved them because I'm going to use them at some point. Oh, the creepy. Um, <laughs> Very creepy. What, what were you like? Twenty one. No, months? that was like two thousand five. So twenty five. Okay. Probably since tw like twenty two, twenty three. You've been shaving your head? Yeah. You're just like, fuck it. Yeah. Bick it. Yep. Like, no, I'm not going to deal with this. No bicking. Just Do you just electric, electric razor? Yeah. No. Like, man. I mean, I convinced a boyfriend to do that because he was like so worried about his hair. And I was just like, I think you'd look better if you just shaved it. Yeah. And he started to, and he did. He looked so much better. I was like, look, I don't have a problem with you being bald. I was like, I have a problem with you lying <laughs> about your hair mm -hmm. and then lying about the other stuff later. But it was like, like trying to like make it work, Donald Trump. Like, don't. You didn't like, want to be like Christian Bale in American Hustle, like gluing pieces of exactly. hair Exactly. <laughs> no, I can't stand that. Like, no, like, I mean, I grew, my, dad's, my dad's bald. Like, I'm, I'm used to, like, I don't find, like, whatever. Like, I, this is the thing. It's just like everything, like, Cellulite is worse to women than it is to men. Do you know what I mean? Like guys are just like, you're naked, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whereas like girls are just like, you're paying, you're nice and you're paying attention to me. I don't give a shit about your hair. Like that's how we are. Yeah. Well, honestly. What happened to us? Yeah. The downside though is that I also don't pay attention to them. So. Yeah. Not unless they're wet. Treat them. I treat them fairly nice. Yeah. It's a sliding scale. What age do you start treating them nice? What age am I or them? Them. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Always treat some nice. This is why he's single. On the advice of my attorney, I've chosen not to answer that question. <laughs> Are you pleading the fifth? Yes. Mm -hmm. No, I always treat them nice. I'm kidding. Just joking. Do you make it nice for them? What? That's a Dorinda reference for anybody who watches uh, mm. Real High Souls of New York. I made it nice. <laughs> oh. She's a fellow Sagittarius. Yeah. Oh. I know. I just had to throw that out there. I had to get a little bit of girl stuff in there. I have no idea what... It I Any know. of that means. That's okay. Sagittarius. I know it's a sign. Yep. <laughs> I know it was know a reality show. Do you know what sign you are? I do. Cancer. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> He's no, a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. Ah. So, and I've been told what that means a lot in the past, at least in the last like week or so. <laughs> no, just not just then. It's like ever since I moved back to LA, it's like, oh, you're that, and like they go into great detail. People know signs here. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. and they they know what your your matches are, what your non matches are. It's like, oh, you're a Pisces. I don't. We don't get, get uh, along. And that's bullshit. And I'm just yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Cool. 
You're goddamn right I'm a Leo. You are a Leo. Damn straight. You are. Oh. King of the jungle, even though lions aren't in jungles. No, nope, they are not. King of the savannah is what it should be, but that mm-hmm. sounds stupid. Yeah. Speaking of like misnomers like that, I was on Pinterest this morning looking up my quote. I always do like in a quote at the end of class. And uh, uh, I saw this quote and it said, uh, basically it says, someday you'll realize why people were named after storms or why, why storms are named after people. And then it said underneath F. Scott Fitzgerald. And I was like, um, no. No, that's not true. He did not say that. Not because I know everything that F. Scott Fitzgerald said, but because they didn't start naming storms until 1950. Mm. And F. Scott Fitzgerald died in 1920, what, 2025? Something like that. Yeah. I was like, no. So, no, he did not say that. And I am very tired of Pinterest people. I'm not tired of the people who um, buy into it, who believe it, because... They're just, they're believing it. They find something nice and it resonates with them and they believe it. It's people like who made that and then attribute it to somebody, the people who lie about that. That's what I have a problem with. I was like, you made that and you just, you just attribute it to somebody. Oh, they do that all the time. They do it to Oscar Wilde. They do it to Shakespeare. I've seen some with Shakespeare and I was like, oh no, 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 no. I kind of enjoyed those ones though. I'm like, this is not iambic pentameter at all. I was like, this is like... I don't know. My uncle, my uncle Barry said this. That's what it sounds like. Einstein never said the definition of crazy is doing the same thing and expect doing, what is it, the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Correct. He he never said that. No, he didn't. And don't, let's not, let's not get into all the things Jesus did not say. Uh, Yup. Yup. Man was a carpenter. Doubt he was. Decent fisherman too. Doubt he was talking about all these things. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was probably like, ow, my thumb. (laughs) Oh. What episode is this? 51. Yeah. Well, it was kind of easy to remember, seeing that 50 was last week, so. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a milestone moment there. It was. The diamond anniversary? Uh, gold. I know. But <laughs> a joke. Yeah, I know, but I need to reassert yeah. that. We had a couple of errors last week. We'll discuss them offline. Oh, and we don't have to do this online this time? Yeah, Usually we call ourselves. We had an incorrect when... name that I didn't, I didn't catch until after re-listening to it. Oh, who, who do we? I don't want to put her on blast. Okay. You're putting me on blast? Who, me? Yeah, I was, I was kidding. Oh, okay. I was, I, I, I was saying we had an error last week, but I don't know. Oh, when put, don't we have Put her error. on a blast I, for the error. We definitely have errors. I, there's the, half the time I listen to it, I go, oh, I said that wrong. Yeah. Yeah, well, I that's, that that's part of the... Yeah. This time you just got a name wrong. No big deal. I'm yeah, sorry, I don't, I, did. I don't give you guys files of information, care. so you got you can... Yeah. Our keep. researcher gets everything wrong, which is... Absolutely. certain irony to that. fucking fantastic, let me tell you. It absolutely is. I mean... Well, next next week technically is our is our fifty second episode, which should be like. Well, the year, the year anniversary is June. I have it written down. Well, like the, the one year from our very first release, June eleventh. Yes, was our yeah. But then if we go by weeks, like well, I guess number fifty second episode is next week. So then fifty three would kind of be like our the next yes, year, right? But that would be on the uh, since sixth. One, since one is not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be June 6th, which, which is my half birthday. Yes. Okay. Still doing the, well. No. Absolutely. I, no, I get it. I, I grew up with half birthdays because summer birthdays, as a, you know, as a kid, they do the birthdays over the, uh, the announcements. You uh-huh. know, like, hey, happy birthday today to I was in the summer. So they yep. would do half birthdays. So February 18th. There you go. Yep. And I just was like, I got all my presents at one time of the year. So my mom would do like, Make oh, me like Christmas a little, ramp. yeah. So like my mom would do like a little like cupcake or like those stir and bake cakes. I don't know if you guys had those. No idea what you're talking about. They're like in the early '80s, whatever. Basically, you microwaved a cake. It was crap, but it was fine. Hey, it worked. I mean, yeah. kids bake oven was kids like them, so yeah. <laughs> and then I would get like a toy, like I could kind of choose, but it also it it couldn't overshadow my brother because my brother's birthday is the tenth. So so even your that. half birthday is kind of. Overshadowed yes. by a man. <laughs> Santa doesn't count as a Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. God, I know, I I'm know. joking, guys. I'm joking. Oh no, we're just playing into it. Yes. We, we my angry aware. feminist ways. I, my my half birthday is my mom's birthday. Oh, there you go. So yeah, and obviously vice versa for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all about me both times. There <laughs> it is. So. I was due on my mom's birthday, but I was a little bit late. Mm. But she was glad. 
Well, I was three months late. That was weird. No, you were not. Yes, I was in the womb for 12 months. <laughs> no, you were not. That would explain a few like, things. Like, that was the joke on Arrested Development, that Buster Bluth was in, in the mom's womb for 11 months, and when he was born, there were claw marks on the inside of her uterus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like any doctor would go inside and look inside of her uterus. No, of course not. No. Do, you, do you ever have friends who have, like share the same birthdays that aren't twins kind of thing? Yeah. Like like I I've had friends, I mean, siblings? siblings. Yeah. Who... Mm, um well no but my well my roommate's older brother and sister yeah they're like a couple years apart but their birthdays are like a day apart. Right. But yeah, but two years. Yeah. yeah. And a day apart. So I had so a yeah. friend who had, him and his sister shared a birthday and it was also their parents wedding anniversary. No way. Yeah. That's no, funny. So, well, that does that math doesn't check out. No. No. In terms of, yes. No, a convenience? Well, conception, yeah. Yes, yes. All those. Unless they were in the womb for exactly 12 months. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Two years apart. See, what I'm getting is they had sex on their wedding anniversary. Because right. that's, that's only when people have sex, is on their some, wedding night and their wedding anniversary. Some people. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I would like to assume that my sisters have only had sex once each, but that's not the case. Doesn't your sister have two And kids? they're assuming that no, you've never had sex? They have one. I would, I would assume they would like to believe that. I believe my brother is still a virgin. <laughs> no, I do not. No. But Nate, Nate has nothing. He's got, what, two nephews and a niece now? Yes, that's oh, correct. Yeah. Yeah, well, technically, sis- I have four nephews and a niece, if you count my right, sister's, sister's yeah. boys. Yeah. But they're, they're both out of One's graduating from high school in two weeks, and the other one's been a few years out of high school. So. Wow. Yeah. Fun stuff. Totally. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So what fun stuff happened this week that Nikki we want to go over? Nikki Lauda died last night. That is correct. Wow, that is a very bad way to, to follow up with what fun stuff happened. Absolutely. Well, okay. <laughs> Nikki Lauda died. That's like the... I was, I was at E! With the, when they had the somewhat legendary controversy during the Golden Globes because a friend of mine was responsible for it. Of uh, E was pop putting fun facts up on the screen. It was almost like pop up video uh-huh. while they were doing interviews on the red, Golden Globes red carpet. And one of the in each little bubble said like E fun fact. And one of them was E fun fact. Michael J. Fox was diagnosed with ALS in such and such year. And there was immediate people like people on Twitter were like, "What the hell was that?" And E got so much <laughs> trouble for it. They had to. They had to publicly apologize to Michael J. Fox. Well, also he wasn't diagnosed with ALS. He thought it was kind of fun. Oh, sorry, not ALS. Sorry, Parkinson's. <laughs> Parkinson's. Excuse me. Excuse me. Parkinson's. Like, he wouldn't be shaking as much. No, part, p- pardon me. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, he uh, he he thought it was funny. But like they had to yeah. publicly apologize. Well, to him. and that's the thing is that like like if he's not offended, everybody shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like the person who goes to it, like if they're offended, then fine. But. Uh, People who get offended on behalf of somebody else, I, I just go shut up and stay in your lane. Like, worry, like if you're upset about something because it affects you or because it was personally about you, fine, I get it. But if it's not, you can just go, oh, that's kind of in poor taste, or I wouldn't do that. But then to like rapidly go, especially yeah. on Twitter, I mean, that's the whole thing with Twitter. And I think we've all at some point been guilty of it and we probably will be guilty of it again like kind of jumping on a bandwagon can be like oh my god i can't believe you did that i don't necessarily tweet out those things i might like it but like there was something yesterday that i was reading on twitter and i started to like it and then i and then i kind of like dialed it back because i was like i feel like there's more to this story that i'm gonna find out and not that i wouldn't support what's happening and what's moving forward here but i feel like i need to know more before i jump on this bandwagon fully yeah. And get upset and riled up about it, and I think that's a lot of times like what we need to do. But <laughs> Michael J. Fox thought it was funny. Yeah. I mean, also it's the truth. Yeah. Like we 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 so quickly are like veering away to like what's uncomfortable and what's real. Oh my God, people! Like <laughs> this yeah. is why everybody's like fat. And upset. I'm sorry, it's true because people don't want to exercise because it's uncomfortable, because we don't want to eat right because it's uncomfortable. We just well, want to like taste sit. As good. It doesn't exactly, it doesn't taste as good, so it's not comfortable. Hmm. Like, you know, we're just so used, we're so programmed with eating like sugar and fat. And this is coming from former fat girl, so don't at me, people. 
I was like, it's just true. It's, and believe me, I like to sit on the couch all day long and Netflix and chill. I can totally do that. But it, it just makes you self-righteous and lazy. Which, which brings us back to Nikki Lada. Lada. Exactly. Yeah. He's definitely yeah. self-righteous, self-righteous and, and lazy. lazy. Yeah. <laughs> right. So if you want to go like a little history here, uh, Nikki Lada was an F1 racer. Uh, very Would be most uh, notarized for going after, uh, what was it, Hunt? Yeah, James yep. Hunt. James Hunt, uh, the British driver. And uh, the movie Rush mm-hmm. might be a helpful tool. It's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, what was it, just, Ron Howard? Yep. Yeah. Just yeah. to be clear... We're talking about the 2013 Rush, mm-hmm. directed by Ron Howard, not the 1991 film starring Jason Patrick and Jennifer Jason Lee. About drugs. Where they played narcotics officers who went undercover and became drug addicts. And that soundtrack was the first, it was the first movie to feature Tears in Heaven yep. by Eric Clapton. Clapton right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's not that movie. No. Although if they were race car drivers on drugs, that could have been a that could have been a movie. It might have been a shorter movie, though. Don't, I should not have said that out loud. I should write this movie. Mm-hmm. Too late. Heroin addicts that are F1 drivers. <laughs> Jay Chris Newberg is going to steal that right away. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he listens to this one. No. He might. Who knows? Uh, well, I guess I bet if we tell him that we mentioned him, he will. Oh, well, heroin uh, has a good PR agent? Is it, yeah, heroin, heroin has a good publicist. Publicist, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yep. Um, how lo- how much of Tears in Heaven can I sing before we have licensing issues? Is it a few seconds? Uh, n- none of it at all. Zero. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Not that we would actually be red flagging kind of things like all 30 listeners that we have of this episode at one point. They do digitally do- they digitally find that stuff. It's almost like the Matrix with like it, it's almost like virally like things go out to find the digital signatures of songs um not that it would necessarily pick up like him singing it but no. but i know that that happens with okay. songs and with photos they've been doing that in uh facebook because i remember d- loading something into a private group chat just mm-hmm. for sh- shits and giggles and they're like it was literally this a song that was having someone taking rips from a bong that mm-hmm. wasn't um what's the hip-hop group that I'm thinking of. Um, oh, God. Insane in the memory. Yeah, I'm trying. I, uh, oh. Everyone knows who I'm talking about. Yes. Please come Cypress at me. Cypress Hill. Cyp- thank you. But it wasn't Cypress Hill. It was G-Love and the Special Sauce. Oh. Had a song where they... I'm like, oh, I'll just get the recording of them taking a rip from a bong to uh-huh. use. And they flagged that. Okay. I was like, wow, okay. That's just impressive. Oh, they'll flag, no they'll flag that, but they won't flag like, no all music. these other things. It's just the... Just the bong rip. Bong rip part. Yeah. Interesting. Wow, that happened. So. Yeah, but back to the Nikki Lauda. Yes. Uh, He got burned up in a in an accident. Yes, he did. Yes, he had like lots of like what like second and third degree burns Mm -hmm. among among like uh, how much of his body like like thirty or forty percent of his body charred up his lungs pretty badly too. And in his face, I mean, it's amazing he survived, and but he went back to racing. He won two championships after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he's kind of like, and he, he, is he German or Austrian? Austrian. Austrian. There we go. Well, he's still got that like clockwork like sensibilities. Now he can, uh, now he can ride, uh, race uh, James Hunt in heaven. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the sequel. (laughs) Racing in heaven. (laughs) Racing in heaven. (laughs) We can do a knockoff of Tears in Heaven. Yes. <laughs> they can do all the yeah. drugs they want while racing. <laughs> to, uh, to totally combine both totally, movies. Totally. Oh, go for it. To keep it, keep on the F1 theme a little bit, just to give everybody a taste of uh, what's going to come with our uh, you know, upcoming, the upcoming podcast. Uh, yep. Formula. It's called Formula Fun with Nate and Stacy. <laughs> oh, I like ah, um, yes. Good name. All the I, fun stories fit to print, fit to speak, I suppose. Um, you know that uh, the Heineken ad with Nico Rosberg. That's it's like they've been the Heineken's been doing ads for a while now with former drivers. Mm-hmm. The newest one is with Nico Rosberg, who was um, raced as recently as a few years ago. He was a 2016 F1 champion. Okay. He was he and Lewis Hamilton uh. would go back and forth. They were both Mercedes drivers. Okay, so like Hamilton won in. 1415, he won in 16. He was second place in 1415. Hamilton was, so yeah. Okay. Um, he's in the newest Heineken ad, and they're, it, they do all the same ads with the drivers where they're trying to, 
they're trying to show like these macho men who are like out on like most of it's a montage of them out on the track. Mm -hmm. Like this one that specifically is how he's always trying to be better. Like it's always one like just one like the his his uh, um, coach. I forget what the person who's like talking to the driver. In oh the, yeah, pit, pit boss. Pit, pit boss. Pit crew boss. Pit, yeah. Right. Okay. His his crew chief. Crew chief. Yeah, excuse it. me. Yeah. Got is, there. Is like saying things like so he'll is like oh you're just just point one off the pole and he flips his visor down and goes off for to get faster and then during the race it's like oh you're just one second off the lead he goes faster and then at the end it's all of them at a bar and they're like oh come on Nico just one he's trying to hand him a beer and Nico's like no thanks I'm driving. Because it's supposed to be like drive safely, yes. no drinking and driving. But it, what's funny about this ad that, that the optics are weird is that then he gets into his car outside, which is this beautiful AMG Mercedes, and then the uh, Heineken ad, the Heineken logo comes up on the screen, and the but the back license plate to his car is no thanks. So it, the, the Heineken logo comes up, and then under it is this car peeling way that just says no thanks. <laughs> so like it's like no like it's a horrible you know basically it's like no thanks Heineken I don't want one it's like I don't want to drink your shitty beer yeah yeah <laughs> I'll I, take your money but yeah. not your beer <laughs> do you want a Heineken usually, no thanks you'll see a few of those on Champions League yeah oh yeah Heineken's the yeah big yeah, sponsor yeah. yeah I mean yeah. it's you just don't want the logo for your company to be no thanks yeah <laughs> while so, driving it makes sense but. yes but oh, that's, I get no I yeah. get yeah. I get the premise that you're going for on that one I'm stop just... being realistic and be funny. No. <laughs> Why? We have two funny people. We need someone like this to be on the opposite side go, of that. To go. Mwah, mwah, mwah. We yeah. We need we two funny. We need one competent person. Oh, which, we're in which, trouble. By the way, we're still out looking for a competent person. So if anybody has any ideas, we went for, we went with a chimp. It didn't quite work out as well. Just email no. us at what happened to us at gmail so, Somehow the chimp threw even more feces around than than Hugh. But but it was, it was a close. fun fight. It was, it was a fun feces fight. Yeah, I did win, victory. I was happy to be away for yes. that. Yes. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, dead air. So Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, I watched the last episode. <laughs> really, it's the only episode I've ever watched. Yeah, I was at I was in Vegas and then they were having a viewing party. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll, this is the this last is, one I'll watch. This is very on brand for you. Yeah, we'll do this. It's so I, like I have thoughts. My Lost experience was the same thing. I did. Th I did that with Lost too and Breaking Bad. I'm that asshole who only watches ah. one episode. Um, without giving away any plot spoilers, because you know I'm sure they're. So our, our tens of listeners, I don't, I'm sure there's some of them that haven't watched it yet. No, actually, I have no spoilers at all. I have complaints. Okay. Thoughts go, and complaints. Go for your complaints. Um, one, well, the biggest complaint for me was the scene when uh, Captain Phasma is writing in her dream journal at the end. Right, okay. And um, she's writing about Jamie Lannister. Yep. And she, you know, I assume she's, I assume she's writing, like, a lot about their one-night stand where he ghosted her. Mm-hmm. And then literally ghosted. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he deserved to be buried, both mm -hmm. literally and figuratively. He just left her on the curb while he went back to fuck his sister. Oh, God. Um, but my problem with that is her, she's writing quill and ink, quill and ink, turning pages. They don't really show you what she's writing. Then she immediately closes the book. Yeah. That shit is going to smear. You, you, have to, you have to sprinkle that stuff onto it to she like let it. She immediately closed the yep. book. Yeah, it's going to fuck it up. That's, that's the complaint right now. Also, okay. real lost um yeah it's calling it i know it's song of ice and fire because that was the name of the series right, right. but it really should have been called a knight's tale <laughs> <laughs> and then what that introduces is that then the that, crossover. Be that means that the whole heath ledger knight's tale is part of that universe Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the, the music alone the, the part of the episode that spoke the most to me is that um Tyrion, is that how you pronounce yep. it Tyrion? um him being super ocd with the chairs when he was straightening, because that is so me. Like, I would absolutely have been straightening those chairs. And then the, the look on his face when they all oh. came in and, and, like, moved him about, and he was just like, you fuckers. That's me. Yeah. I'm making a note of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and again, well, this is more spoiler than that, I suppose. But um, so, so Jon Snow narked on himself because... Uh, because nobody, there was no evidence of it happening. Well, she wasn't there anymore. Yeah, but that... The dragon left. Right, but so he narked on himself. It could have been like, where'd she go? Yeah, but John's that type of guy who yeah. would nark on himself. Yeah. yeah. I mean... He's a... He's a good man. 
that was fault. willing to murder the queen. Well, it, it, to and save auntie. everybody else, and auntie and lover and whatever. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> There's a lot of incest in that show. <laughs> I mean, the well, the Targaryens, that, that whole, mm-hmm. they all stayed within each other's families. Yeah. In the history, Nate, just yeah. to give you a heads up. I wanted so badly for the end, the like before the the like the title, before the credits come up, it say, say something like "to be continued," right? Or to actually show a trailer for next season, oh, and then just people like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Damn it! I thought we were uh, done with this. I was like, oh, we're not done. Martin is now finishing the book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, this has spurred something in him where he's like, "I'm going to." He's write. throwing so much shade. Yeah. Like he released a statement about it. Oh, it's great. He's like, like he, he basically said, "My ending's gonna be different." Yeah. He's like, <laughs> "My book sales are now gonna go through the roof because the story is going to be better <laughs> he than he this." He said something along the lines of, "Yeah, the producers took their liberties with my work." Yeah. Well, they did because well, it uh, wasn't done. Yeah. Of right. Course, exactly. Of they did. But he. But the way he said it was like they fucked up my work. Well, I think that he left them with. That was the way he was going to end it. Yeah. How they got there was on right. their own. Yeah, he said the ending was the same. It's just everything leading <laughs> up to the ending. Well, was... the fact that there were characters that weren't there, you know. Yeah. And now, I, now I'm like, okay, now I have to read the books. There, so, so my, my favorite tweet about the Game of Thrones finale is this one. Uh, it's, by, it's like Kevin Fitzpatrick, TV Kev Lance. I don't know. I don't know who he is, but this is my favorite one. It says, George R.R. R. Martin, I will share three book twists with you. Stannis burns his daughter, and Hodor means hold the door. David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. What's the third, Martin? I'm going to dunk on Edmure Tully so hard. Because <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Sit down, Uncle. <laughs> yeah. yeah uncle, good. please sit. <laughs> I was like, yes. I saw several variations of the tweet that was pretty funny. It was like, oh, sure, they picked the one guy in, in the whole kingdom who didn't need the throne. Oh, my God. Also, well, there like was the... no throne at that point. Exactly. <laughs> right, but gone. he sits in a wheelchair. That's the yeah. point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the look on Sansa's face. Spoiler alert. Excuse me. Spoiler alert. <laughs> the look on Sansa's face was like, was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, are you serious? And then calling him Bran the Broken. It was like, really? Like, what a bet. Like, you, Mr. Imp. Brand the Builder. Like, why can't you, like, like, oh, let's just point out, like, his false, and, like, oh, who has a better story? Oh, I'm sorry. Who has a better story than the guy who apparently is the real heir to the throne, who was, who was raised as a bastard incognito, and then was sent to the wall, who's, like, lived amongst the wildlings, fought the, like, fought, the died, Walkers. fought the White Walkers, died, was brought back to life, has done all this shit. He's got the best story of all, but no, we're just going to send him up north. Yeah. I think uh, he was happier up there anyways. I mean, I think he would be any true. Also, like it was like, oh, what the fuck? The Night's Watch is still there. And then to realize it was like, oh, no, you're just we're just sending you up at the Wildlings because basically uh, the Unsullied and the Drathraki are too stupid to realize that we don't need the Night's Watch anymore. So this is just a cover. I mean, that, that really is what it is. Yeah. Like, they're too stupid. Sorry, Grey Worm. I like you, but I don't. Hmm. Well, what would... The problem with him going there and then just coming back and being like, Yeah, that's could that. do I that mean, too. good. Yeah, so but he probably won't. he'll find another greet, you yeah. know. Will he though? <sighs> His probably love life not. did not go well. No, sorry, ladies, avoid the Jon Snow or the Ar- Ar- Aegon Tar- Targaryen the sixth of his name. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's right, people. I remember something. You know some things. You know more about it. You've read, have you read it? I've read a book. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I read the first book as the show was going. Mm-hmm. And the detail of what they had done initially to what that was, uh, was amazing. Like, I don't have to read these books. This is how close they are to it. Like, you know, a little bit. But for the most part... I kind of like Harry Potter. Like, that's what I heard, like, a lot of... No, that is untrue about Harry oh, Potter okay. in general. Like, Harry Potter is... There's so much more going on than oh. you can put in the movies. There, I mean, it was an 1,800-page book okay. at one point. So it's... It, there was a... Yeah, I think... What was it? Order of the Phoenix was massive. Mm. And then uh, Goblet, of, Goblet of Fire, too. So they don't get in great detail about everything. They just kind of give you the runaround. Mm-hmm. So, but... Harry Potter is a much easier read, I'd say. Yes, I can see that. I don't know. I could read those books in a day if I wanted to. Don't want to anymore, but humble brand. I mean, I humble, hear- for me, I'm a, I'm a slow reader, so I had to read the first book in in a night, really, mm. for an exam. 
Well, here mm. they get they kind of get tougher as well. They, 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 she ages them, right? So they, yeah. they get darker. There's right. So death does happen. Yeah. In, but the print got a little smaller, and the words got a little bit bigger. I'm sure they, they did. Yeah, like she grew along. with it. She, yeah. As a writer, she grew. So yeah. you know, they're very childish initially because they're kids, and then yeah, then we have some death going on, and it gets a bit darker. They become teenage. There's hormones. Hormones. Mm. You know those fun things. Even even witches and wizards get horny. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> so what was your take on the like for not watching any of it ever, just to be like, okay, this makes. Based on um, seeing the one episode, I'm assume that eighty percent of the series is watching Tyrion walk in slow motion. Is that not the case? <laughs> no, not really. But it's he walked a lot. In it that was movie. very Lord's of, Lord of the Rings as I was watching it at the end there. Yeah, I could see that. No, it was it was. I mean, I know all the characters and everything. It was entertaining. It was. It didn't move a lot very fast, but it. No, well, you didn't need to. The, the episode before, you didn't really need a lot to happen in this one. Just no, tie up the loose ends. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Whether they did that or not, that's up to. Well, we'll find out with Star Wars next. Sure. Because yeah. that's what they're moving on to. Yeah. Well, I mean, I felt it was kind of, though, I didn't, like, love the ending. I didn't hate it. I'm just kind of like, okay. I was like, I felt it was on brand with them. Yeah. Like, with kind of what it was, in a sense, like, without George R. R. Martin having written the end. Like, I go, well, okay. The beginning of the first season, spoilers, if you haven't watched any of it and are still listening to this right now, beginning of the first season they kill the main character, like the, the hero character, Ned Stark, they kill him at the end. And who also was the biggest name actor in that series at that point, Sean Bean. Like, they kill him. And it, and it throws everything into, like, this kind of chaos. Even though it is a big dramatic moment, you just kind of go, oh, really anything can happen here. So to send John, to not make John king and to send him off to the north... Um, you know, and to kind of have all this stuff, I, I just kind of go, okay, yeah. Because it was a little bit this season and some last season, I felt like they were starting to like wrap things up really nicely they put in a nice little American way. And this wasn't, it wasn't everything was tied up nice and neat. Everything wasn't a big fucking mess either. It just was kind of like, uh, this is kind of what happens. Like life goes on. And for me, the weird, the weird realist in me, like I kind of liked it. Yeah. So that's, that's me. You can at me, and I will die on um, I'll come. that hill. Well, I'll just say this. I'll, I'll put it like this. Uh, it, it was too clean. That was the problem that I had with it. Because the whole story was <coughs> throwing everything, you know, just I don't give a fuck what you need. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what I'm going to do. I, you like that person? Bye-bye. Yeah. And there was none of that. I wanted more people to die in the uh, in the fight with the, the, the army of the dead. Well, there were never... I didn't think enough people died in that. Sorry. Yeah. Like, enough main characters. Like, if Samuel Tarly had died, if, like, Jamie had died. Or, although I liked, I kind of like Jamie and Cersei dying together, even though, like... It's weird. It was weird, but yeah, they needed to die together. I was disappointed <laughs> with that. Like, I think... She, I, I don't know. I didn't like him leaving... I didn't like him... Fucking <laughs> Brienne, and then and ghosting like, her, and then ghosting her. Uh, classic Jamie. Like the classic, I, and also like it pissed, it pissed me off because it also was this whole thing of like one hand man. Not just classic Jamie, but also classic like um, <sighs> treating like putting up men as like men have to run away from their feelings or for like what they really want back to something comfortable, and that that's okay. Like, and I'm not going to say that this is like men just running away from stuff, but like we keep perpetuating, we keep writing characters, male characters these ways where men aren't always doing this. But if we keep just like we keep like telling women to act a certain way, if we keep putting that on TV, then we keep getting reinforced that way, that even if it's a fictional character. So if we keep saying, oh, cute Jamie, cute, hot Jamie, it's still better to like die in the arms of the woman that you love who yet treats you like shit and would kill you in a second and sent somebody to kill you as opposed to the woman who actually loves you and cares about you. But like, no, but we're going to reinforce this dramatic romantic notion that you should run away from your feelings and towards uh, your sense of duty and obligation and fear for yourself. 
So that was my problem with Jamie Lannister right there. All right. Family always comes first. (laughs) (laughs) Not all the time. No. Oh. Not for Cersei. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, that took me a while. That was the joke. That was the joke. That took me a while. I was still, I was still being very righteous at the moment. I hadn't come down off of that yet. What? No. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many things right there too. Oh, there's so many places. So now, can we spend an equal amount of time on the Big Bang Theory finale? Absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah. What happened with that? I actually kind of want to fill in. Yeah, uh, I have no idea. So you tell us. I know Mark Hamill was in it. What? Well, you guys don't watch. I don't know how I can fill you in with twelve seasons worth of drama. Oh, no, I've no, watched just, like the, I've just no, the finale. Just the finale. What uh, happened well, at the, end? It, the whole this whole uh, last season and a half has been building up to um, Sheldon, and he's married to Amy, who's right. Mayim Bialik. Have came up with this big theory, and they were in the running for a uh, Nobel Prize. Oh, okay. Oh. And like early in the season, they actually were in competition with two other scientists that actually proved Sheldon's theory and Amy's theory to be right, but they were going to try to do it on their own. And that, those characters were played by Cal Penn and Sean Astin, and they were just uh, like l- unlikable people. So in the finale, you find out they did win the Nobel Prize. Okay. Um, Sheldon and Amy. She- yeah, because it's kind of been the whole like from the very first season that it was like Sheldon's dream in life was to win a Nobel Prize. So that mm-hmm. was it. But they made it. Yeah, it was. And then uh, you find out at the end that Kaylee Cuoco's character is pregnant. Okay. Well, of course, that would yeah. make sense. So you know, not nearly the drama of Game of Thrones, but it's, it's or Friends or. Or Seinfeld. Well, Friends kind of ended the Seinfeld same way. Seinfeld ending was kind of stupid. Seinfeld's ending was very. Uh, was Friends very ending was good, but it was it, the same. They just ended up with a baby and moved. Yep. Yep. That's it was like baby. we're going, we're going, we're going upstate. Yeah. Or Long Island, something like that. It was like then Joey moves to California. Go. Yep. Get his own show. That lasted a season. If that. Maybe. He was. Yeah, maybe. I don't even know. Well, he also got episodes. So. Episodes was good. Well, it took a while, but no, there was some time between that and episodes. Oh yeah. Yeah. But episodes was good. Episodes was a good turn for him. Well, what yeah. was what was the movie where he was a baseball player with a monkey? Ed. Yes, thank you. He was also uh, awesome in the horrible remake of Lost in Space. Yes. The only good part of that movie was um, Gary Oldman just chewing up scenery like he does in every movie, but especially like Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. He was like that kind of villain where he was oh. just so over the top. Like his big line in, in Lost in Space is when he's like flying away and he's something's going to blow up and he goes... Give my respects to was it like give my respects to oblivion? Yeah, so he does this in his you know like. Oh, Gary. Yeah. Well, here's a good question for you guys. Of the friends, who do you think had the best film career? Best or most successful? Best. I think That's in terms of like, like most quality. Su- best quality is Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. I think. Okay. But like most successful is. I think actually. Well, either Jennifer Aniston or or. Um, Matt LeBlanc had the most successful, like... Well, Matthew Perry had, like, whole nine yards, whole ten yards. Those made a lot of money. Yeah, but, but Matt LeBlanc's... Lost in Space made a lot of money. Yeah. And there yeah. was something else. I don't remember. I, I just think it's an interesting... Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should raise this up for next, next week's pod. No. But... Well, I mean, which of them would you want to continue to, like, be in movies? Well, Lucy, Lisa Kudrow's in um, that uh, Booksmart movie. She, yeah, she plays the mom, yeah. right? Um, and she... Uh, it was announced today, I believe. She's in a new um, pilot uh, with a new project that uh, Whitney Cummings has created nice. and writing. So that could be good. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I I still would like another season of The Comeback. I mean, The Comeback came back, and then I would like for it to come back again because yeah. I love Valerie Cherish. She's great. Yeah, she's I mean, great in everything. I also love Web Therapy, if anybody watches Web Therapy when that comes on. It's super good. There's a great episode with Meryl Streep. They got Meryl Streep on that show. And you're nice. like, oh my god! <laughs> and she's hilarious. She's great. But yeah. Oh, can we not forget Matthew Perry's almost heroes? Yeah. What? Yeah, that was Chris Farley's last movie. Chris oh. Farley's last movie, where they were basically playing idiot versions of um, Lewis, Lewis and, and Clark. Do you think they were getting high together? Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's assumption. That's not fact. It's ale- yeah, I mean that's why I was asking. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly, 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 that probably was. Although happening. I feel like did they did. Do you think they did the same drugs or different kinds of drugs? Well, f- I would say if mm. Steve Coogan and Owen Wilson were an example, they would be doing the same drugs. Well, Perry was always pills. Yeah, pills and alcohol, right? Yeah, and uh, Farley was not that. No, no. Farley well, like, was on the Jim Belushi diet, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Mm. And alcohol, though, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which are also the Jim Belushi diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. J- Jim Belushi, John Belushi. Yeah, John know, Belushi. I don't know what Jim Belushi's diet is. Well, he... <laughs> he's probably in and out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Although I think he's sober. I think Jim Belushi. Probably. Sober. Maybe. I don't know. I think your brother dying might sober you up a bit. I, uh, so, n- no. Maybe. I think you go 50 50. A lot of people oh. just go, oh, fuck it all. This is, this is my lot in life. Yeah, this is true. I mean, Chris Farley always said he, you know, you know, when people told him he's going to live like John Candy and John Belushi, he's like, great, those are my idols. Mm-hmm. Like, he he exactly. wanted that. I forget where I saw that. That was in some documentary. Someone, Adam Sandler was talking about it yeah. in something. So it's just, you know, it's... He wanted, he wanted to die like John Belushi. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Like, you you have those demons, you live that way, you want, you want to go out that way. Yeah. He created that for himself. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I, I think a lot of people missed out on something that could have been even better. Like, you think about uh, Cable Guy was supposed to be Chris Farley, not Jim Carrey. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know if it would have been the same. I don't think so, but I think they could, could have I mean, gone... Chris Farley could have gone dark. That, exactly. Have, yeah. And I think it would have been darker, probably. Even yeah. though Jim Carrey crushed it, in my yeah. opinion, in that one. It just uh, It's one of those movies where you're like, oh, that could have... What would have been, what could have been, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Well, Janine Garoppolo was the best part of that movie. She was the wench. She was the waitress at the she medieval times. Janine Garoppolo is the best part of a lot and of she, things. And she's with, the best part of reality bites. Because she had well, the let's I'm I'm late for a gene pool. Let's so, locomote. I was just, <laughs> and and her, she had the best line in Cable Guy when she's the 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 serving wench at medieval times, and they, they, somebody asked for like you ten like a knife or fork, and she's like. They did not have utensils at medieval times, so we do not have utensils at medieval times. Would you like a refill on your Pepsi? It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Oh, mystery. Man. Oh, she's yeah. She's, she's been in so much. She's she's been in wet hot American summer. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. great. And you would think Romy and Michelle with her mm-hmm. quick burning cigarettes. Yep. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is when people say you don't have that Hollywood it look, mm-hmm. and you're like, you don't need that if you're good. Like it's one of those things where you go. She's a great example of you actually work at your craft and you do your thing and you can, you know, she's just a very talented human being. Well, it's 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 interesting. You say, I was watching. If you have Directv or Directv now, you get the audience channel, which is a stupid channel. However, it does have this show called Off Camera with Sam Jones. Sam Jones is a celebrity mm-hmm. photographer. Um, and he interviews actors, performers, and uh, he had Jason Manzoukas on. Sometimes, some of his interviews are really interesting. Some of them I go, oh, this is so boring, and this person's boring, and I'm really sad now I know that they're a boring person. But he had Jason Manzoukas on. And if you guys don't know who Jason Manzoukas is, he's Rafi from The League. Um, he's he, in every he's in so yeah, many you things. you recognize him from if you saw him. He's so in so many yeah. things. Big um, Mouth is he's the voice yep. of uh, the guy who sleeps with his pillow. Mm-hmm. And and he's he also he still does shows at UCB. Like oh. and he did he did he's one of like he's not an original UCB but he did UCB in New York and taught class and he still goes up. Um, and he was talking about you because know, he is very untraditional. Um, looking, but he's also like, he always gets brought in for non-white roles. But he is white; he's Greek. Yeah. But they they're like he's like he gets brought in, and um, but a casting director said something to him. It was like they're not looking for you. Like nobody's looking for you. Nobody's writing for you and for what you look like. Um, so, but it was basically telling him like you're good. You just need to keep going. Like, so he kept getting that feedback. But I think that's kind of like similar to like Jeanine Garofalo. Like she doesn't, she's good. Nobody was writing stuff for her. Nobody was looking for her. So, you know, what Jason Manzoukas kept doing was kept doing UCB and kept doing this and kept writing. Like his acting career wasn't going really anywhere, but his writing career was going somewhere. And he got to go upstate, go on stage with UCB and doing his improv and doing sketch. Jean Garofalo, you know, she was writing. So she was kept doing that. Also, she was going up as a stand-up comedian. And so she was, she was moving the needle forward on that. Thing is, is that if you don't have a typical, but even if you do have a typical Hollywood look, you still got to have, you don't know where it's going to fall. And the only thing that you can do is you just have to keep working on it because nobody's ever going to hand it to you. They did give her, she got one romantic comedy lead. I uh, love that movie. The Truth About yes. Dogs. Truth About Cats and Dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it with Uma, 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 Uma Thurman. Thurman. Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Who's the love interest? In something, right? Yeah, uh, um... 
yeah, British I, guy. Yeah, I can't think of oh, his last it. name. And he was Ben Chaplin? Yeah, that sounds right. Ben Chaplin, I think, yeah. He, he was hot there for a while, and he's mm-hmm. cute. Um, yeah. But also, and like, kind of like spoke to like, yeah, like you, you, she's awesome. And like, just like with so many people. And I think guys are just given a lot more slack than women are, but it's starting, this tide is starting to change. It's like, you're just, you, you look a certain way or you come off a certain, you know, and you're thought of that, that way. But if somebody gets to know you. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's good. Because I was uh, paying attention to what you were saying. No. <laughs> He's I, like, what? I was going well, he doesn't have to because he has great hair. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yeah. Just, okay, okay, I get it. I see the eyes looking. You know, what? Through the, his the, wayfarers. The, oh, the hair. Yeah. I have to look through your sunglasses. Mm. Uh, no, I was just impressed that you guys remember Ben Chaplin. Because mm-hmm. I was like, what yeah, the hell? Ha- I'm like. We are, well, like. No, it's just. He's We're alert. idiot savants mm-hmm. when it comes to this type of stuff. Well, no, it's like, hey, 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 who are you calling a savant? <laughs> idiot. No, it's just, yeah. that's really like the one big movie. Mm-hmm. Where she was the lead. She oh, no, was, no, no, I'm not, I'm talking about him. Oh, that he was in. Well, I mean, he was in like the, the, the water, what is it, the water dragon? Or the water horse and things like that. Mm. I just remember Messy. people's names. I'm, I'm very good with that. Yeah. I remember that's people's a, names and... I'm just impressed because I'm like, I would never, I knew there was a guy, I knew he was English. That's all I remembered. Like, I was like, oh, he's got like Charlie Chaplin's last name, but he's not related to Charlie Chaplin. Oh, there you go. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Impressed. Totally. Do we have anything else that we were going to go through? I actually, um, you were, you were harping on about something. I was harping. Uh, harping. You wanted to talk about something for like today. Um, for like 30 minutes. Hour. Oh yeah, no that that, I don't remember what it was. My memory is not. No, I, but I, okay, yeah, let me know if you do. But no, <laughs> I was reminded when I was in Las Vegas this weekend. Shout out Vegas. That's right. Um, I was with an old friend from high school, and he reminded me of a story that I had almost completely forgotten about. That is one of the greatest drunk stories I've ever heard. Oh. Are you still? Yes. Yeah, I'm still yeah. interested. So this happened to a happened to he actually did it himself, so it didn't happen to him. Um, a, a guy, I'll say it's a guy, who went to high school with, but I will not say his name, to protect his innocence. Okay, he, Ben. He was not innocent. Uh, no, it's not, it was not one of my close friends, but my, my friend, it was a, okay, anyway. And I'm going to preface this by saying it's absolutely true and has been verified by multiple witnesses because it's not going to sound true. Including Snoops. And yes. It's <laughs> not going to sound like it was real, but it actually happened. So this gentleman, well, let's call him um, Gareth. All right. Really, you're going with my middle name? <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, Anybody needs to hack Hugh's life, his name is Hugh Gareth Lewis. <laughs> this is, Excellent. This, uh, he doesn't have a social security number. Though. No. Sure. No, I don't. No, I don't. No. <laughs> so, okay. So this Gareth, this is like 2000, 2001, was a uh, student at Berkeley, Cal Berkeley. And he was, he and friends were drinking in San Francisco, like the downtown area of San Francisco. Um, and they, they left this bar very drunk. And upon leaving the bar, they noticed there was a construction site nearby, right next to, that had a number of trucks parked outside, like construction trucks. Mm-hmm. One of them was a cement mixer. Mm-mm. This uh, Gareth... Uh, the other ones kind of just wandered off. Gareth decided he wanted to get in the cement mixer. <gasps> In? Inside. It was unlocked and had keys. Why that is, I don't know. But it had keys and it was unlocked. So this is probably like the late 90s? Early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he then proceeded to... Now, I don't know if anybody here has driven a cement truck, but it has a very complicated double clutch. Yeah. And I'd only know this because of what he said. Um, and so he took the time to get out the manual to read how to start it <laughs> and then got it started and proceeded to drive off in it. So, and these, the friends that were witnesses saw him drive oh. off in it. <laughs> and he then proceeded to drive back to Berkeley, which meant going over the Bay Bridge in a stolen cement truck when he was And By the way, kids, I am not saying you should, anybody should ever drive drunk. Don't drive drunk. But he drove, drunk, he drove over the Bay Bridge in a cement mixer, drunk, drunk, pulled up and parked it in front of his dorm at Berkeley, 
got out and went inside. <laughs> went inside his dorm. And then he woke up in the morning, um, and he had a vague recollection of what happened. He wasn't, bla- he wasn't blacked out drunk, because he was like, he woke up and he's like, had that fear that anybody has where they're like, I did something bad. Mm-hmm. And then he noticed in his room that there was an instruction manual for a, or driving manual for a cement mixer, <laughs> and a pair of working gloves that he had stole, like construction gloves he had stolen out. And then he, of course, goes downstairs, and there's a cement mixer that he left in front of the dorm with the keys inside. And he was, and this is another reason, you know, the story's not made up, because he was petrified, like he, he had already had some run-ins for public intoxication, <laughs> so he would not be bragging about this story in any way. He was telling the story being like, I really fucked up this time. So he was terrified that any day now, they were going to come like, Knocking on his door, being like, yeah, we saw you take this truck. So he just tried to ignore it. Like, I don't know what he ended up doing with the manual and gloves. He may have tossed them out. I don't know. But this cement mixer stayed in front of the dorm for two weeks, and there was never any sort of police came, nothing. He said one day he just walked out and it was gone. (laughs) So in theory, either somebody else stole it, or the construction company was like, hey, that's our truck. All right, cool. Wow, that, that's kind of scary. And in the time, it was parked out in front of this Berkeley dorm. And I, I mean, what, what are the police going to do? Look up and be like, do you think one of these students stole this? That'd be pretty crazy, right? Well, I'm sure there were lots of parking restrictions around there. So I bet it got a bunch of tickets. Yeah, that's a good question. So then probably the parking people see this is me getting all like realistic here. The, uh, but at one point, his, friend, his idiot friends who also, I don't know if they lived in that particular dorm, but were students as well. They um, tried their best to get the, like, they, they were so convinced they would think it was hysterical to get the cement to start pouring. Oh, Lord. Luckily, although, I mean, at this point, I doubt the thing was even turning, so there probably wasn't anything in there. Well, it only lasts for so long. Yeah. It's very quick. Like, you, you have to, yeah. They got this bright idea that they, there was a convertible park nearby that they wanted to pour <sighs> cement. I mean, that's how stupid these kids are. But luckily, they didn't figure out how to, how to do it, and they didn't realize if the cement mixer's not on you're not getting cement. Yeah. But, yes. So anyway, but that's why I I have multiple, I've heard from multiple people verifying the story because it sounds stupid. When you first said getting in the cement mixer, oh, I you thought, thought you climbing meant, in? yeah, climbing no, no. into the actual barrel back Climbing there. into the cab of the truck. Yeah. I'm, I'm super happy it was just that, so. I just love that he had the, 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 he was in the correct like state of mind to leave the keys because that would have been bad mm-hmm. to be found with the keys, but decided he wanted to take the gloves and manual. And I'm Souvenirs. just I'm just picturing a cement mixer driving across the Bay Bridge at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, that would have been a red flag for any like police officer. <sighs> drunk driving aside, for a police officer to be like, why is there a cement truck driving at three in the morning? Uh, early job somewhere. No, I guess they're not could. allowed. They're not allowed to work that early. I mean, they could be driving, driving I to suppose. a job. Yeah, that's fair. No, but and I, I'll squash that theory right here what? because there's there's a lot of zoning and like construction laws, so you can't begin construction. No, in those I areas. but you can you can you could be driving to but, said location. But, That's... but and I'm this is where I'm going to get you again because that cement only lasts for so long. You can only have that running for like like about an hour, hour and a half until it starts to congeal. So you have to be close by. So you can't have that. I mean, it could be going back home, maybe. But if it's, they wouldn't be going to a job. Okay. Because Any construction workers come at us, please. Yeah. That's why, that's why like, there's that big CMAX um, I know. station yeah, yeah. down there. It's like you have a bunch of, like, different concrete, mm-hmm. you know, places in the middle of cities so they can be close to, so they can, you know. Get the jobs. Yeah, exactly. All right. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we'll see if that theory is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, I'm actually don't care that much. Like, uh, I'm not even gonna look it up. Mm-hmm. Well, I Fuck know it. because you you feel like you're right. Of course, you're not gonna look it up. It's gonna <laughs> totally. No, you you look it. You're like I'm. T- I'm speaking for you. I don't go look it up. I'm not looking it up. Um, like, no. Do you have anything for Stacy? Exactly when you hit want to hear from your researcher. Yeah. I don't even. I don't feel like <laughs> looking it up. I don't care that much. Like this is the one thing I'm like, oh, I want to look up construction. Yeah, no, exactly. I don't care about cement. Hugh, what happened to us? <laughs> I got lazy. Er, 
or I, it's He's, good, like <laughs> good fix with the Ur at the end. He's just exhausted. The last oh. few months have been exhausting for him. That's a mental strain. It's not an exhaustion thing. Yes, uh, working with you every Tuesday is a mental strain. I, 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 I can only imagine. Imagine being in this 24 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, enjoy that. Yeah, you get it for what, an hour and a half maybe on a Tuesday? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so, um, Stacy's couch time. What are we calling it now? It is called Streaming with Stacy. Oh, I like that. Nice. Yep. Okay. Streaming with Stacy. And this week's is Amazon Prime's Fleabag. Uh, season two just dropped this past weekend. And if you have not been watching Fleabag, oh, motherfuckers, you should be. Season one has been out since 2016. It is amazing. It took them three years to make a second season? Yep. So it well, can't be that amazing. Well, it is because the creator of it, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, also created Killing Eve, which mm. is also in its second season. So they got a hold of her. She also helped write Bond 25, which is currently um, filming. Yeah. So she's been in a lot high demand. So I would say... I think it's okay. All right. Yeah. I'm just giving you a hard time. I know. And then I come back with answers. Sorry, Phoebe. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Fleabag is based on a one-woman show, I believe, that that Phoebe Waller-Bridge originally did for the Edinburgh Festival uh, back in the, um, like, around 2010-ish, something like that. And she became, she became known for that and then turned it into a show uh, via the BBC and so it's just six episodes. Uh, first season and second season are both six half-hour episodes. And they're great. They are irreverent. They are, like, they show female masturbation, but not in a sexy way. Like, mm-hmm. in a funny way. Like, everything is, like, and you, she is an unlikable character. And, I, and the reason I like this so much is because, especially as a writer and as a female writer, being told that, like, I don't like, the character's unlikable. I don't like, I don't like the character. Fuck that shit. This character starts off as unlikable and kind of just like in real life and that sometimes you meet somebody and you're like, I don't know about this person. But then you get to know them and you get to know their history and you get to see them grow and you start to like them. Now, you may not want to be best friends with them still, but you appreciate it. And her way of storytelling is really, really good. And she breaks the fourth wall a lot and in a really funny way. And especially in the second season, oh, my gosh, she's got um, Andrew Scott, plays a priest. Andrew Scott is an Irish actor. Uh, he was known for playing uh, Moriarty in the Sherlock Holmes. Mm. And uh, he's been a lot of stuff you, you guys would recognize. Very good, him. yeah. Um, but uh, he's great. And... There's just, it's, it's an awesome show and you can watch it very quickly. Like you can easily bang out. I mean, I watched season two, I watched the first three episodes Friday night and I watched the next three episodes Saturday afternoon. And Olivia, mm-hmm. Olivia Colman. Olivia Os- Colman. Yep. The Oscar winning Oscar winning mm-hmm. Olivia Colman. And she plays such a bitch. Awesome. And she's Which great. is hard to imagine. It, exactly. Because, and also, and the, the two of them, Olivia Coleman and Phoebe Waller-Bridge, were in the second season of Broadchurch together. Um, Another great show. Yep. Very, very tough, though. Yes. That one's that's heavier. A tough, that's a tough this show. Is, this is light. However, it really just shows the fact that like comedy comes from not just outrageous circumstances, but comes from real pain mm. and like being able to deal with it. And I think and Phoebe Waller-Bridge does a really good job of that. And uh, I enjoy it. And I think everybody will, too. Well, no, I don't think everybody will. Uh, people that I like will. <laughs> Streaming with Stacy. Yep. Thank you for that. Fleabag. Check so it's, it out. it's not for Hugh. It is definitely not for Hugh. Got it. Okay. Not for you? What? Yeah. No, the, the, it's because she doesn't like you, Hugh. That's oh, that's, that's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right, right. The, the, the small things I do forget at times. It's a purely professional relationship. But I, uh, I just want to say uh, thank you for everyone for listening, tuning mm-hmm. in today. Uh, 51 it. episodes. Episode 51. What happened to us? Yeah. With Nathaniel. Nathan. <laughs> Stacy and Hugh. Actually, I have, I have an announcement. I'm Gareth. I'm the one who stole the cement mixer. <laughs> Except for you didn't go to Berkeley. You're not that smart. Or did I? What? What the hell are you talking about? Oh, you, you know. UCLA's ranked higher than Berkeley right now, by the way. But not back in 2000. How do you know? Because I know. Mm. You know I'm right. <laughs>
Back then, you were, you absolutely were. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, thought, I thought Berkeley was the harder school to get into. Back then, yes. It might still be harder to get into. I don't know. UCLA has a lot of people. I've heard UCLA is really hard to get into now. Yeah. So. It was hard to get into back then. Yeah. I don't know why my voice is getting so high. <laughs> the defensive he's, Nate. He's very, this is true defensive Nate. <laughs> it is hard. I don't doubt it. I couldn't get into either of your colleges, so we'll go with that. Well, you couldn't buy your way into mine either. <laughs> That's a terrible joke that I want to stop. Like, uh, there was Using? a, yeah, there was a bad like USC you know, diploma joke on Bill Maher, and I, I laughed. I was like, I get where he's coming from, but I was just, I, I was like, uh, I was like, it's. You're, you're gonna be the running joke for a while. I know, even though there were so many schools implicated, it's yeah, but just, it's just that the it, University of Spoiled Children. No, it's the, it's the Lori Laughlin Olivia, because it was that much money, and the fact that her daughter's an Instagram influencer and like, and she, all the crazy, it's, it's really Lori Laughlin and Olivia Jade. That's the reason the UCLA, I mean the USC, <laughs> shit. Yeah. I wish it was on UCLA. <sighs> oh well, what can yeah. you do? Yeah. Uh, so. We'll bounce back. Yeah, we'll I, exactly. Like the, next week. Mm, the, uh, one of my, one of my, the high points of this weekend was the house I was staying at is, um, had a Wheaton Terrier. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the breed. Mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And it's, um, Sweet, sweetest. It was it, well, yeah. I posted the thing. It looked, looked a, reminded me a little bit of Murray. Right. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But the, yeah, they're very, very sweet, but very, very dumb.